Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blue Star defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by sports business reporter for The Athletic. He is Daniel Kaplan joining us on the show. Daniel, first of all, thanks so much for taking some time to come on the show with us today. I wanted to start with this because over the last 24, 48 hours or so, I think we've seen the start of what is going to be a negotiation between the NFL and its players what do you make of the start of this, and how ugly do you think this could potentially get? Well, I don't think it's going to get ugly because uh, unlike Major League Baseball, where there were no CBA provisions to account for dramatic revenue losses, there are provisions like in the other leagues with the NFL to account for dramatic revenue losses. Uh, it's just that it won't, the, the provisions don't account for them this year in 2020. Uh, if there's no agreement between the NFL and NFLPA to account for the fact there'll be almost no local revenue this year, that will just get reflected in the 2021 cap. So the, the dispute is not necessarily whether uh, the, the loss of ticket sales and sponsorships and, and whatnot are, are reflected in the bottom line. It's just when that will occur. Now, Daniel, the, the NFL as a whole, we've been talking about it since the beginning of this pandemic. We talked about how they have – the longest runway of all the major sports because, you know, they their season doesn't start till much later. Well, that's creeping up on everybody right now. And I don't know personally if they have all the protocols and things in place, but is the NFL right now ready for training camp? Or are we going to see, you know, a, a league or ownership or whatever come out here and not be doing it right? Will they find a way to mess this up and not even on purpose? Well, look, they're, they're not doing it in a bubble the way MLS uh, is doing it and the way NBA is doing it. So it, it's harder to control the spread, especially if you're in some of these markets that have become epicenters, whether it's Florida or Texas or California. But, I mean, clearly the, the league is doing everything within reason to try to, contr- try to control the situation, whether it's, it's, co- it's constant testing every day, Uh, It's education about how the players should interact once they leave the premises, cleaning the premises, social distancing. Look, they're doing everything you'd expect them to do, but uh, I think we just have to be prepared for uh, at least some outbreaks to occur during training camps. 
We're talking with Daniel Kaplan. He's a sports business reporter for The Athletic. Daniel, the big news yesterday, or over the last 24 hours or so, was Tom Pelissero's report from the NFL Network that the Players Association was not exactly thrilled about the league proposing 35% of players' salaries be held in escrow to help manage the cost during this upcoming season. Is that a realistic option for the league? And what was your reaction whenever you saw that news? My reaction is that's the opening gambit. Uh, it's the opening. It's the opening offer. Now the the players don't have to do anything. There's nothing in the CBA that says they have to give back anything in 2020 if no fans uh, are allowed to attend games. Uh, but that will show up in 2021 in the salary cap. So what the league is trying to do is trying to say is let's 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 spread the pain over several years and not have it happen all at once in 2021. It, it's you mentioned in the beginning it's going to be a negotiation, perhaps a, a tough one between the union and the the league. And if you're the union, if you take the hit this year or next year or the following year, remember the the, the membership of the union turns over quite rapidly. The average length of Playing career is three, four years. So if you hold off the pain for two years, you're advantaging the current membership, but disadvantaging future members. Daniel, uh, you talk about how there's not going to be any fans or they, they won't be able to generate, generate the revenue of the attendance that they normally would. But yet we hear there are some owners, some cities, some stadiums that are already entertaining, you know, a percentage of fans what are you hearing out there right now about the possibility of some of these teams, if not even more of them, having fans at the games? There are so many. Every team has plan A, plan B, plan C, and all the way down uh, from no fans to 5% capacity to 50% capacity uh, to, to even even more. It's all, it's all going to depend on what local and national health regulators allow. And so... Baltimore came out with a, a plan that I believe have 14 or 15,000 fans in the stadium. Uh, that's going to be up to local health regulators at the time the games come around. And it's possible when I say plan A, plan B, plan C, that different plan, di- different versions are uh, come out at different points of the season. There may be an outbreak in a certain city that limits the capacity from where it was at the beginning of the season or it, it, the inverse of that. So, uh, look here, here in New York, we're at the we're at the discretion of the governor, who has said no, no fans in Buffalo for for this season. So uh, it's going to be different from city to city. I think it's really interesting what you had to say about the cap, Daniel. And we're talking to Daniel Kaplan. He's a sports business reporter for the Athletic. So let's say that the NFL decides to take it all at once and they're just going to have a hard hit cap next season and it's going to go down significantly from what they anticipated because there's no local revenue that those fans in the stands, the gate ticket revenue. Isn't that a huge problem for the league? Because now you're going to have massive cuts for players and then whenever they try to re-sign elsewhere, all of these teams are going to be in the same situation where the cap has gone down so much they have basically no money to spend on those players. Wouldn't it make more sense to smooth this out over the next few years and then you're in a situation where you can artificially keep the cap level the way that the NHL appears is going to do it? I, and I think that's where you're 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 going to end up. I mean, the the, the players' union is they're they're not 
they understand all of that. And the question, the question is, I mean, 35% seems like quite a, a big hit for this year, especially since uh, the, the, the players have already agreed to those contracts and are counting on that money. So uh, the, in the piece I wrote yesterday, Drew Rosenhaus, the, the, the agent who represents more NFL players than any agency, uh, suggested keeping it as is now and spreading the pain over many years down the road, uh, especially when new TV contracts come into play. So that, it's going to be a give and take between the, the union and the, and the league. At the end of the day, the, the, the reason the league is concerned is they, they just don't want the, the gyrations and the salary cap. But in terms of bottom line, in terms of making money, losing money, it's all the same to the owners, whether they uh, pay it all out this year and have a huge cap hit next year. It's really, it's really just uh, uh, ma- managing the football operations. Final question that I have for you, Daniel, is there a league uh, that of their plans that you've seen thus far you think has the best opportunity to actually be able to make it through this? You know, I mean, I hate to quote Dr. Fauci, but the virus, you know, about the virus, but, you know, the NBA seemed to have the best plan. And then uh, the epicenter moved to Florida. Uh, You know, it's really it's really hard to say, but I I don't want to say the NFL has a better plan than MLS versus NBA versus Major League Baseball. But I would say that those leagues that are playing in a bubble uh, seem to have the best uh, idea there because there's just so much more risk of contamination when you don't play in the bubble. And that's what I would worry about with Major League Baseball and the NFL. He's Daniel Kaplan. You can read his work over at The Athletic where he is a sports business reporter. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Kaplan Sports Biz, B-I-Z. Daniel, we always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us this morning. All right. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That's Daniel Kaplan joining us here on Ribs and BK.